Hey, what's up, everybody? It is I Wood sitting next to to the right of Keith. Smells like like, like man. <laughs> smells like what's that? What's that? English leather. English leather. <laughs> is so what you say? I gotta admit. Okay, you can admit it if you want. I was a little taken aback because uh-huh. when when I first started interacting with our guests that we have here today, yeah, I I pictured somebody. I pictured an old like like panhandler. I thought you'd be like seventy years old. <laughs> I was shocked when I came here. You were a young cat, man. So uh-huh. kudos to you for being as good as you are and as young as you as you are. Um, well, thank that, you. That, that's really good. Anywho, Wood, um, uh-huh. how you been? Good. You I've been good. good. Yeah, thank you. Why does your shirt have guns on it? Um, I don't know. It was given to me. It's also got leaves on it. I think those are... Yeah, it's got leaves on it. And mm-hmm. red stitch with black buttons. Yeah, I don't know. It was given to me, so I put it on. I liked it. And you, and you got weed yeah. socks on. I do. Uh-huh. Okay, so you're uh-huh. all over the place. Yeah. All right. Well, this had leaves and those are leaves. <laughs> so... I'm leafy today. Wait, today we have a mask <laughs> off. Tell them what a mask off is. Uh, yeah, guys. Uh, so for those of you that are new um, here and haven't... Uh, participated in a mask off what a mask off is is when we bring somebody into the uh mobile moving uh woodshed a lot of the times uh, we get to know that person we get to know what it is they do because they always do it better than we could ever imagine doing it and um we peel that mask off if you will and we get to know who uh they are and uh, more about them so without further ado to our mask off guest uh what is your name and uh what is it that you do my name is Byron Diamond. No, I'm a name's Byron Diamond. I do a lot of things. Um, but we're here at my business, B Diamond Leather, where the wife and I work, and we are uh, custom leather smiths and saddle makers. Do you make whips? We do make whips. Do you make whips for humans? We can, yes. Uh-huh. You just tell me what you need. Four plat, six plat, 12 plat, round braid, whatever you need, we can make it. That's You might as well have spoke German to me right there, but you know what you're doing, don't you? We do. Hey, we, we, you know, we, we make a little naughty time set, so. And, and I mean a pleasurable stuff. Yes, right? yes, that's part of our naughty time set. Okay. You said naughty time? Naughty time set. Yeah, yeah. All right, so when we have a mask off, we, we like to warm up our guy with some weird, or, or girl, with some weird fucking questions. So we got some out of left field. This is you coming in here, you know, cleaning your leather station. You got those big, what is those? Is those yeah, I'm going to stick with it. Is those granite? <laughs> the, yes, those are granite. They're actually uh, tombstones or headstones before they were carved. Oh. On the other side, you, you're not out there stealing tombstone heads. Yeah, there's no, somebody's I, name in there. There's no name on the other side. No, no, not I, they're. It's 300 pounds. I couldn't pick it up to tell you right now, but no, I got it from a friend. Oh, okay. <laughs> from a buddy. Uh, a living one. Yes. Okay. Kind of. All right. My Grandma's <laughs> on the other side of that thing. <laughs> my question is, it is. Have you ever bailed anyone out of jail? Yes. What goes on a pizza? Pineapple and Canadian bacon. You know what? We're almost yeah. there. I go pineapple and pepperoni, and people want to slap me all the time. No, I don't know why. It's, it's pineapple not, is fucking delicious. It, it is. has yeah. a zing to the pizza, it does. right? Yeah, yep. it does. Yep, yeah. it's the it's the zesty and the sweet together. Do you do you put hot sauce on your pizza? 
I haven't tried that yet. Put a little hot sauce on there with that zing right there. Back to to the bill somebody out. Because you answered that kind of quick like you just did it 20 minutes ago. How many times have you done this? Uh, Several. Okay. Yeah. Um, So 20 minutes ago. (laughs) People know when they go to jail, they can call Byron and he'll get them out? Yeah, I'll help you out. Okay. Um, Do you have a contingency? Like, if you did this, I'm not bailing you out. Yes. Okay. So you do have a limit. Yeah, there's a limit. All right. Is there a dollar limit too? No. You'll do it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So his question um, B of that same subsection B of that same question: <laughs> okay. Have you been bailed out of jail? Okay. Um, <laughs> last <laughs> once, once or twice. Sorry, mom. Well, actually, mom, you were there to do it twice. So. <laughs> last, last time you lost your keys. Crap. Uh, I, I'm not. I. I I'm a creature of habit, so uh-huh. I, I hang my keys in the same spot every time, so I don't lose them. You so I'd, I'd probably say teenager. Teenager. Okay. What's your favorite season? Fall. Why? I uh, like the weather. It's good for cruising. Uh, you have the chillier nights, but a little bit warmer days, so you can wear a t-shirt and then a hoodie at night. Hmm. Gotcha. Okay. And yeah. and because of Halloween. What, 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 uh, what do you mean? Halloween's in the fall. Yeah, it is. You li- yeah. you like Halloween? Love Halloween. Hence the oh. tombstones you stole. We <laughs> knew you fucking stole those things. <laughs> and uh, and uh, which era do you wish you were born in? I'm I'm actually pretty good in the era I was born in now. Although it would have been cool back in the 1800s. Okay, make up your mind. Which one is it? <laughs> why well, the Why the 1800s though? Let's, well, let's start with that. Well, so <laughs> what am I? Am I allowed to say anything on this web on on this? Like fuck. Oh wow! Yeah, holy cow! <laughs> I, I went there. All right. What, what, what's the word you you said? Cunt. Yeah. Oh one. damn. Yeah. So <laughs> you, here's where you're hanging out. You guys are serious. <laughs> no. Well, so back in the 1800s, if you piss me off, mm-hmm. we're gonna go outside, yeah. and, and you're either gonna shoot me or I'm gonna shoot you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, a bunch of little bitches. I can't tell you how many times I'm driving on the freeway and I don't cut anybody off. I'm just cruising and someone flies around me, cuts me off, and then exits and flips me off. Oh, that's a Mm. bitch move as they get off. Yeah. Here's what I learned because I was one of those guys. I I had road rage tendencies Uh in my youth. I don't even look no more. I just look straight because I know they're doing shit. I know they grab beside me. I know it. And I'm sitting there and I'm massaging my fucking steering wheel and I'm just bending that bitch and I just don't look because it's not worth it. Honestly, I need to start doing that. Don't look. Yeah. Just yeah, that, don't look. That, yeah. yeah, that's because it's really it it literally drives me crazy because I'm from the generation of if you have an issue, go outside. Right. Yeah. If, Work it and, out. and then even if we're friends, and then guess what? Afterwards, I'll hug you. Buy your beer. Yep. And then yeah. we'll be fine again. Nowadays, it's just not that way. Right. No, it is. Not. I agree with you. In the 1800s, from where I stand, if I can be magnanimous with your life. Um, works for you because you could have done the leather work and worked for trade. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You, you would have been yeah. the beaver pelt guy. Yeah. The the raccoon hat dude. Mm-hmm. And you would have made all that shit and you would have got vegetables and, you know, whores or whatever else yeah. you get. Right? I'd, I'd have been set up. Whores, horses, you name it. You would have been fine. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I guess always introduce. No, did I go backwards? No, you're on, yeah, the, yeah, you're on yeah. the right page here. No, no, we got to do our advertising. No, that's first. This is first. That's okay. first. Oh wow, my We're, goodness! It's, 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 see, we are going it backwards. It's not been that long. It's Friday at fucking two forty-eight. That is true. I am that's way true. off. All right, yeah, and our guest fair. always introduces us. Snaggles. What are we drinking? Mazana Brewing. Salud. So okay. it is yeah, a. Did uh, I say that right? I think I don't so. Would did you? Did uh, yeah, yeah. It's good enough. Right. It's an it's an amber lager. So it's a. How nice, does it taste? It's really good, good. actually. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm drinking root beer. They're drinking this yummy tasty beverage over on the other side so get one of these you know what we always have a mask off guest on it and i, I hit him up and i'm like 
you know, what do you drink? Because we'll bring it, right? Uh-huh. And he said, root beer and water. I was like, cheap date. <laughs> That's easy. I'm mm-hmm. easy. He's going to watch two fools get drunk. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually cheap and easy, so it makes it, it, makes it good for everybody. It's Independent of each other, huh? <laughs> yep. It's got them both. And yeah. as always, our Snaggles is brought to you. Uh, <laughs> our Snaggles is brought to uh, you guys first by, had to switch screen, sorry, uh, Tiger Claw Tattoo, guys. Uh, they're over there in Mill Creek. You know where they're at. If you don't, um, now you do. Their number, 801-410-4245. Um, I would say uh, our guest here has got a... He's got a... Byron, do you have any tattoos? Just one. Just, just, yes. <laughs> just one continuous one. From right? the, Yeah, from the knees to the top of my head. Mm. I, have you ever gone to Tiger Claw Tattoo? No, but I've heard good things about those guys. Then you're fucking up. Start over. <laughs> get, get a do-over. <laughs> get all that off you and start with Tiger Claw. What was your first tattoo? Uh, first tattoos on my calf. On the side of my calf. It's a Indian in a wolf's headdress done by my buddy with a... Ghetto ass tattoo machine. Uh, that's that's got nineties yeah. written all over it. Am I right? It, it was. I was fifteen. Okay. Please tell me you don't have barbed wire on your on your. Nope. Nope. Okay. No barbed wire. No tribal. No Yosemite Sam. No Chinese writing. <laughs> no Chinese writing. Okay. No no naked girls. Nothing. You, you dodged that bullet, right? <laughs> so guys, if you got any room for any more tattoos, take your ass down to Tiger Claw Tattoo. Tell them you, so what you're saying, since you these guys are fabulous. Yep. Yes, they they are sound fabulous. fierce. They sound fierce. Yes, they are. Um, next up, guys, we have. Um, MVP Jersey Framing. So that's MVPJerseyFraming.com. If uh, you have anything, uh, you know what? Be nice. Uh, Keith, if you have some leather, like your chaps that you walk around in, mm-hmm. just get those framed up. But I use them so often. It would be a pain in the ass to take them out all the time. He's got got my newspapers done. He's got my newspapers done. I saw him the other day. He didn't bring my newspapers. He claims he hasn't Uh, done I believe him. So if you have, like, do you put your uh, leather work in contests or anything like that? Uh, no. Okay. Do you have anything that's your favorite? Yeah. yeah. I'm telling you, take it to this guy. He'll frame it up. He's done um, He's done wrestling gear, headgear, mm-hmm. um, the shoes. He's done um, jerseys. He's done newspapers. He built me a fucking fabulous doghouse. Do you have a dog? I do. <laughs> what kind of dog do you have? We have a uh, mini poodle, and we have a half American bulldog, half old English bulldog. Okay. Oh, wow. So, that went about... F- so it's got the American Bulldog height. Oh, oh old wow. English is the, the, the tall one. Old E, yeah. Okay. What's oh, the disposition wow. of that dog? Uh, It's a good family dog, uh-huh. but it wants to rip everybody's face off that's outside the house. Okay. Oh, so man. when you take it outside the house, is it fine? Yep. Is it socialized there? Yep. So just at home? Yes. Perfect dog. Yep, they're Perfect guarded. dog. You did good. Mm-hmm. Yep. You need a doghouse for that dog, or does it stay in the house all the time? It stays in the house. Okay, well, either way, guys, go yep, see but, MVP but I, jerseys. Well, I am curious about MVP jerseys really uh-huh. quick, though. If I die and Candace has my torso tanned, mm-hmm. will he make that into a uh, yeah? He'll frame thing, it up. For frame you. it up. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll force him to. For, yeah. for the right money, I'm sure he'd do it. Oh, okay. Did, did Perfect. Be, did be some vomit yeah, DNA all, all right. over the place. I'm sure, but <laughs> he'd do it. Yeah, Candace gets a good chunk of change if I die, so <laughs> he'll be all right. She'll all right. Uh, and last up, guys, we have uh, Kick Rocks Clothing. They are on Instagram.com backslash Kick Rocks clothing um check him out over there i think he still has some of his uh tumblers left and he put up some if i'm not mistaken some of his hats with his uh his little uh, astronaut the, the, logo. The astronaut martian dude yeah he, really that's cool. popping off right now i guess yeah. those are flying off the shelf yeah I, I i want a shirt with one of those man so do i i would like a a nice t-shirt with that astronaut right there in the center yeah. i'm gonna right. have to see what he's got coming up next um but uh i'm sure he'll let us know when he, he gets it anyway that's the end of those uh sponsors all right so that's it byron well hold on real quick 
you guys need more sponsors. Okay. So anyone listening, you guys need to get a hold of these guys and sponsor this show. Okay. Right? Go. Yes. I mean, well, probably, well, why not? Well, I don't know. Why Why not? I mean, <laughs> we're, Sons we're, of bitches. We're, we're in a business right now. Yeah, Maybe you can sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> Get off your asses and sponsor these guys. Yeah. 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 Leather people can sponsor them. <laughs> so we're sitting in your shop right now. You, you, you. B Diamond Leather, you're Byron Diamond, which is a badass. And it sounds like a rapper's name. Thank B you. B Diamond, it really, it really does. does. Thank you. Yeah. And yeah. You, from what I understand, talking to your wife earlier, you, you're ex break dancer. Yes, ex break so, dancer. So, so you, you jam on it, <laughs> all that shit, right? I can pop lock, I can floor work, you name it. I used to be able to do it. But here you are in your leather <laughs> shop. How did you get um, started in this business? Uh, first of all, tell the people exactly what you do. So we kind of do a plethora of things, but we are a custom leather shop, so you can come down to us and get anything from a custom belt, purse, wallet, gun holster, knife sheath, uh, you name it, we can customize it for you and make it for you. None of our stuff is made by kit, so everything is our own patterns and our own artwork. You can also bring your saddle or other leather goods down here that need to be restored, and we can restore it or make you saddle. And you so, do have a website, right? We do, uh, bediamondleather.com. Okay. So you work, with, you work with... Um, cowboys. Yep. And cowgirls. You work with bikers. Yep. And dominatrix. Yep. That's 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 your wheelhouse, right? <laughs> pretty, there. pretty much. Is leather only from cows, or can you get leather from a sheep or 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 a goat? So typically, leather comes from cows, but there is you have suede, which is pig. Um, you have. I didn't know that. Yep. Did you know that? I thought suede was still leather. Yeah, so did I. Well, it's basically still leather, but it's a suede. It's a different process. Suede is always a pig. Pretty much. Okay. Huh. Yep. Okay. Interesting. Um, but I actually do have, uh, so we don't just work with individuals. We actually are a manufacturing company as well for other companies. And so we work with a company called Mozilla, and they bring us vegan leather. Explain. Yeah, I know. That's What's what that? I said at first. And what we used to, people would ask us, hey, do you guys do vegan leather? And Candace would always say, well, cows only eat grass, so <laughs> technically that's vegan. Can- Candace is your wife. Yes, Candace Whatever. is my wife. Okay. My beautiful, amazing wife. There you go. And she has big tits. Um, um, <laughs> I didn't notice. I spoke to her like an adult. Thank you. Okay. But they're there. Okay. Uh, trust me. I have pictures. I'll show you guys when it's we're like over. It's like you missed out, right? <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, no, this, I had this company call, come to me uh, called Mozilla, and they said, hey, if we provide you with this new product that's vegan leather, can you make us some products out of it? I said, yeah, you know, bring it in. Let me try and see what I got. Okay. And uh, with that, there's two different styles of vegan leather. There is mango leather, which it's made out of the skin of mangoes, which it actually even smells like a mango. It's, okay. it's crazy. And then there's cactus Oh wow! Yeah, and I actually the cactus is that's kind of neat. Is uh, a lot more pliable and works a lot better, but it's it's pretty cool actually. Wait a minute! So you tell me you can you can take enough mango skins to make it turn into leather? I uh, yeah. Do you have some of that in here right now? Uh yeah, I do. Does not, it still smell like mango? Yeah. Oh. How how do I, how the how, how the fuck did you not show us that when we first walked in here? I, I was I was oh. in awe of your guys's amazing good looks. That's how it it, okay. it threw me off. I was okay. I was in shock. It happens. It does. We hear that often. We hear that often. Yeah. My bad for thinking yeah. you know you were on your game when you saw us. Yeah. I mean I don't know if we're on video right now, but if we're not, these guys aren't wearing pants. So it made it a little uncomfortable, but you know whatever. So. Mango, mango leather, cactus leather. Yep. And it's just a door. Can you not tell the difference in terms of take the smell out? But I'm talking tangible. 
if you, if I look at a, a piece of leather from a cow and I look at mango and I look at cactus, can I not tell the difference? Me the, being a lay, uh, what is that, a, a layman? A lay, a lay person, yeah. Lay person. No, the mango, you can tell a, a big difference. It, it, it has a dramatic difference in looks. Um, the cactus, though, it almost, I mean, so there's different types of leather as well. So you have your tooling leather, your saddle skirting, you have garment leather, interior leather. I mean, there's a bunch of different leathers. And the cactus leather actually looks like a normal interior or uh, uh, commercial grade uh, like jacket leather. As tough. So if I, I ride a motorcycle and I get in an accident and I skid, it's not as tough. Not as tough. Okay, so you're going oh. with cow leather all day. So all the rest day of that shit, once the shit hits the fan. You want real leather. You want real leather. Yeah. Because as you're skidding across and your fucking shoulder's getting road rash, you're like, God damn it, I should have fucking. <laughs> I mean, I love cactus. I should have but... killed that cow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that vegan goes out the door at that point. All right, so how'd you get into this? Uh, so 12 years ago, I was building a motorcycle, and I had about five grand into the bike. And I wanted a custom seat made, and I wasn't doing leather back then. And so I did my research, and uh, the only fuckers that were doing leather seats at the time were also on TV, so they charged an arm and a leg. It was like three to 5000 bucks for I'm a damn t- seat. I'm on TV, bitch. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Wow. And so to me, that was like putting, getting a $200 Honda Civic and putting $1,200 rims on the damn thing. It just doesn't make sense. Which I've actually seen. Yes, yes. It, yeah, even more happens. so in Ogden yeah. and Salt Lake. But uh, so I went out and I got a basic starter kit and started doing leather and everything else kind of just went from So there. can you draw? Yeah. All right. So you see things different. So you see a piece of leather and you're like, I can do that. Yes. All right. But how did you know the techniques? You didn't have somebody apprentice. You didn't have somebody having you catch a fly with chopsticks. You nope. didn't have that shit. You just did it on your own. So you fucked up a lot. A lot. A lot. Yeah. Right. Actually, so, I mean, granted, this doesn't count, but it kind of does count. But see the circle pattern right there in the window seal? It's actually upside down, but that's supposed to be a rabbit. I did that in the sixth grade at Boy Scout camp. That's technically... Yep. That, pe- yeah, oh, that the, piece the, of shit the one. The smaller yeah. one. Okay. Yeah, okay, that okay. technically is my very first leather thing I ever did in the sixth grade. MVP jersey framing. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> okay, up right there. Actually, <laughs> I might have to hit them up yeah. about that because that would be pretty rad. They'll, they'll put that in a frame yeah. for you. Um, so it was always there. It was always there for you. Yeah, well, and so growing up, I've always been artistic. Um, I did graffiti for 15 years. And then when I moved to Utah, uh, one of my first friends in Utah actually was a tattoo artist. Excuse me, can I stop you for a minute? Sure. You just skipped over committing crimes for 15 years. I was just trying to make it like it was a casual, normal thing. <laughs> like everybody does this. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, there's, there's puberty, you know, graffiti. And then you go into face people's property. Yeah. Okay. So... I didn't tag. I would. I did like big burners. Yeah. I was a big piece. Okay, where did you do them? Did you do them at your house? No, <laughs> you went under train cars. No, my mom didn't let me. Okay, <laughs> train cars. You can still see them. Tra- train cars, walls. Yeah. I actually, the night I turned eighteen, I oh. went to prison. I well, not prison. I went to jail <laughs> because 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 I was. How am I supposed to laugh away from when you guys are making me laugh? So I was actually doing a big burner on the freeway down in Salt Lake. They're and, called burners. Yeah. Big pieces. Okay. Yeah, and the cops rolled up and I ran. I jumped like a 10-foot wall. Like it was nothing. Mm-hmm. And I took off and I got away, but a dude I was with ratted me out. Oh, that fucking mm-hmm. bitch. Yeah. You never rat. No, you don't. And he, but he, well, he said, I didn't rat. I just told him what kind of car you drove. I'm like, motherfucker. Yeah. 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 So I, I, I just told me a license plate number. Yeah. Tell so, me where your mama live. Yeah. So I was hiding out in the bushes for like four hours. Yeah. 
And I finally, I'm like, hey, coast is clear. Make it back to my car. Yeah. Go to take off. And they instantly pull me over and I go to jail. Yeah. But my mom was out of town. My stepdad was home. I called him at like four in the morning and said, hey, I'm in jail. And he starts laughing at me and says, yeah, it's your 18th birthday and hangs up on yeah, me. The, he, he said, hey, I'm in jail. Um, forget all that shit I said about you over the years. He's like, oh, fuck yeah. you, Byron. Yeah. yeah. So, so I ended up getting a hold of my sister and then she bailed me out. Older sister? Yeah. Oh. I'm the youngest out of six. How many boys? Uh, I have one older brother. And He's, then all the rest are girls? All the rest oh. are girls. All right. that, that, that can be a good thing. Girls can yeah. teach you a lot of yeah, things. Yeah, they taught me a lot. Girls are fabulous. So back back to the tagging. Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, back to the legal activity. Yes. How did you realize you could do that? Like, like Because I've always wondered, mm. when people, um, they make these murals and shit, how do you see that big piece? How do you know this line and shading here? I grew up back east, and there was a time where the trains were just covered in fucking Picasso-esque. Oh, yeah. Rembrandt-esque. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was beautiful. Yep. But obviously, the you know you um not UTA um MBTA didn't like it, mm-hmm. right? Because it was defacing what they were doing. But they were beautiful. Some yep. of these trains were beautiful. How do you yeah. do the scale? How do you do it to scale? How do you see like that? So I sketch it out and on a piece of paper, and then I also map out how many feet each section of my paper is. Kind of like what uh, Marcus said for, yeah. uh, from Kick Rocks. Yep. Yep. Right. Same yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. So I just I map it out, and then I know, and I'll when I get to the wall, I'll line out, and then I walk and line out, walk, line out, walk, so I know exactly where everything needs to be. Oh wow! Now don't act like I'm doing it now. Okay. Uh, I'm not a criminal uh-huh. now, kind of. <laughs> kind of. In a way. Like, I do some stuff, but not graffiti. All right. So, you, you were from graffiti. You knew you had skills. You grabbed, you saw a cow in a field one day, and you're like, I want to carve that bitch up. Yeah. No, no. I want to spray paint that fucking cow, and your yeah. boy's like, wait a minute. Yeah. I got something better. <laughs> All right. How do you carve him? Actually, this kind of makes sense now that you said that really quick, because I got shot when I was 19. Oh, boy. But you know what? I, I was in, hold on. I was in the farmer's field doing graffiti on a wall in his field, and he shot at us. Oh, you got rock salt. No, it was a twenty-two. Oh, he was really yeah, trying shot, to kill you. Yeah, it shot. It shot me in the shin. But I used to. I've done Muay Thai a lot, and so I used to roll my shins, and so my rent, my shins are rock hard. Yeah, from and kicking. So, yeah, and so it stuck in, and I ran. I'm like crap, and so we all ran. I get back to the car, and I'm bleeding. I'm like, oh, I'm, I think a rock got in my shoe or something. And I flicked it out, and it was a bullet. Oh wow! All right, see, here's the That's why I hate cows. Fuck cows. Here's a problem I have with you right now, <laughs> Byron. All right. Normally we have a mask, and we talked again. Wood, we said eclectic. Yeah. You just, I don't know yeah. where to go with you. Like, we got the graffiti, we got uh-huh. the cow, we got the movie tie, yeah. we, we we got the um the the break dancing. Uh-huh. Right. What, what else you got for us, man? What, what there, else? There's a lot. Okay. It's right. just wherever you want to go. I, I, I'm trying to stay linear, but you keep taking me right. off to the side. Right. We, we we are trying to stay linear. Uh, we are in a leather shop, <laughs> and <laughs> I mean, there's that. Yeah. Oh, we walked in and um. We could smell the leather. Yeah. Keith and I could smell it. Yeah. I was like, I was like, mm, smell. Can you still smell the leather? No, not anymore. How how long did it, how long has it been since you couldn't? Like, uh, or do you? Is it like in the morning? You're like, nope, ah, not yeah, even fresh. then. Oh, really? Yeah, it's been five six years. I can't smell it. This motherfucker smells like leather. Well, that's yeah. what we hear. Yeah, yeah. this yeah. motherfucker smells straight yeah. like leather. Even Candace can't smell it anymore. You you hope it does. You don't want to walk in here and have it smell <laughs> like plastic. <laughs> Very true. Yeah, be probably. It smells like mangoes. <laughs> Any melting plastic in the Actually, before you or? leave, I'll sh- you guys aren't going to be amazed. No joke that it smells like mangoes. Okay. It's crazy. F- f- fair enough. Yeah. All right. So the, the leather thing, 12 oh. years ago, the bike, you were building a motorcycle. So obviously you're a mechanic. Yeah. I see the 1960 El Camino out there. Yep. All right. Um, 
that's got prison written all over it. So <laughs> I won't bring that up. But I mean, it, it, the motherfucker's laying on the ground. It is. Uh, right? Yeah. And you said that's your, this is what you do. Yep. For fun. Uh, <laughs> no handles. Is, is, what, what color is it? Is, you got the, you got the, the, so, the gold top, yellow top? It's a gold top. So the, so well, the gold, the top, the top is uh, a gold base coat with gold flake. There's six layers of gold flake, and then I have eight layers of uh, clear coat over it. And then the body is a gold base with gold flake, and then a house of color brandy wine candy. Wow, that's but, pretty intricate. Yeah, but I have to do the brandy wine part. It's it's getting too beat up for me. Okay, all right. Get back to the leather. Yeah, sorry. So you started doing the leather. Yep. And who'd you do it for? Myself. So right. I was at first I was just trying to make cool things. Like I wanted to make the motorcycle seat for my motorcycle. Right. Um, and then I'd just make little odds and ends things. And then I had about three, four months into doing leather. Um, I had a customer come up to me and ask me if I could make a custom purse for her. Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah, I can do that. What do you want on it? She wanted skulls. So I drew up some skulls. I, I made the pattern, made this rad purse. Well, she ended up being from Las Vegas and there's, I guess there's a store in Vegas that deals with all school related items. And she showed them and they ended up placing like a $8,000 order with me, uh, four or five months into me doing leather. But then at the same time, uh, I was working as an industrial mechanic and I ended up getting fired because of, uh, because I I like to say it's because of my good looks, but I think it was because of my mouth. Okay. Which is on your face. So I mean, same kind of thing, right? Yeah. And uh, then I had to fall back on something, so I just tried to fall back on doing what I was really enjoying at the time, which was leather. I would, I would have thought. So what you you said just twelve years ago, so it's two thousand ten. Yeah. So you just missed like the airbrush era because two thousand ten. If you go back another twelve years or another eight years, you got the airbrush era where you could have done with your graffiti spray painting, yeah. yep. illegal yeah. activity, yeah. and the you bridges. Any of that? The you could have done an airbrush because when I met Diego, I saw. Him in his fucking that's true denim jacket with the airbrush, and I was like, "Who's this motherfucker got on the back of his jacket?" And it was his own face because he's arrogant. <laughs> I love that actually. <laughs> he's an actor. I actually have a tattoo of myself. Okay, so yeah, you and Diego yeah. should fucking run around together. And when I got to know him, he's like, "Who else am I gonna have on my jacket?" I was yeah. like, "I don't know." Um, yeah. Charles Barkley. He's like, "Fuck it, Charles Barkley. I'll have me on it because I'm the most important thing." I was like, "You got a point. Yeah, yeah you got a point. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah." So you missed the airbrush thing, and you started well, doing the leather. Well, but with with the leather though, we do airbrush. So when we are dyeing um, our leather, if it's a custom fade or a custom piece, we actually use an airbrush to fade and blend it all in. Do you do it under mm-hmm. overpass as the cops drive by just to get that <laughs> fix? No, I'm I'm just saying, no because that's, that's fucked up. No, but that would be your best that's work. Like, you, you know, we say that because yeah. I have tattoos, right? Yeah, yeah. You get that fix, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Would co-sign it. <laughs> all right, so you you can do all that shit. Yeah, the trial and error portion of it. Talk about that 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 segment for you because I'm sure there was a huge trial and error. Portion. Still is. Still is. Still is. Um, and actually, to answer your question really fast, I I used to do the dyeing and the airbrushing, but actually I trained Candace how to do, and she's absolutely amazing. Okay, I would go with taught my wife how to do. I wouldn't go train because that's gonna get you fucked up. I train that like, bitch. Oh, oh. <laughs> just kidding, Candace. <laughs> Recording live from the jail, uh, B Diamond Part Two, (laughs) or Infirmary, not jail, Infirmary. No, uh, no. Actually, Candace has a really good sense of humor. She is uh, an amazing woman. Does she have a lot of brothers? No, no. No, She just she just has a sister. 
That's it. Two girls oh, and she oh. has a sense of humor for that? Yeah. Because I know, I've always noticed like girls with a lot of brothers can take that shit. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. she's actually, well, her her sister's a lesbian. Does so she's that got one count? brother? Yes. Yeah. All right. One All brother. Right. She's got a half brother. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all don't got the same dad? No, she's just my half brother. <laughs> but leave no, it, she, she actually, she's, uh, it's, it's a very, it's very few and far in between. Someone that can be with me 24 hours a day, seven days a week that loves my sense of humor and loves me being funny and doing the crazy stuff that I do. And she's right there with me doing that's everything. Awesome. So that's a true soulmate. Yeah, she really, it truly is. And I've, I've been married before. Mm-hmm. And, how long? Uh, how long what? How long were you married? Before? Yeah. Um, a couple years for, for each one. He just, oh, <laughs> we'll skip on. So anyhow, you're trial and errors. Yes. With, with, with so let's say back to trial and error, actually. <laughs> um, and that's actually a great, great thing. So trial and error, I mean, I, I would honestly say for any craft, um, and this is me getting kind of real with people and myself, but any craft, you're going to have trial and error. Mm-hmm. If you're not, then you're not doing something right because you have to try with everything. And sometimes like the way my brain works is I have to physically do it or I can't just have like, if you wanted me to learn something, you couldn't tell me I would have to watch you do it and I'd have to do it with you. Yes. That's the only way I, my brain works. Okay. And so, or I just have to go and try and screw it up. Mm-hmm. And, and so trial and error is a huge thing for me in this business. And, and then you understand your screw-ups. Like, yep. when you do it and you screw it, you're like, oh, yeah, I fucked up here. Yep. This is what, it's like in a fight. Mm-hmm. Like, any fight I've ever lost, mm-hmm. and I've lost a lot. Yeah, you right? gotta learn from it. <laughs> you're like, oh, fuck, I know why I lost that fight, because I did this, because yep. I did that. Cause yep. I, you know what I mean? And you, you have MMA mm-hmm. background. You used to fight mm-hmm. that shit. God, yep. Here's another fucking layer. Well, back then, it wasn't called Dude. MMA, though. It was called pit fighting when I used to fight. Were you fighting dogs? <laughs> no, it would be, you'd have, uh, people would get together and you'd have two dudes that were going to fight and people would bet on the fight. But it's called pit fighting. It, it wasn't called MMA. It was in a barn or in a pit or in a it, parking lot. Anywhere or you were, over, yeah. Anywhere that uh, people could form so you couldn't get out of the fight. Bare yep. knuckle. Yeah. Bare knuckle. Yep. Yeah. Yep. No rules. You got all your teeth? Every last well, I lost one over here, but that was because of a cavity. Oh. <laughs> so nobody knocked your teeth out. <laughs> no. How many times you had your nose broke? Three. You can tell it's broken, and 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 actually, I have an ingrown hair right here that's killing me on the inside of my nose. So, there's just that. <laughs> when you got your nose broken uh-huh. from a punch or a kick, you knew immediately it was broken. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, you hear it, and you know, you knows what your nose is doing differently. Did you keep going? Yeah. yeah first time I got my, first time I got my nose broke, I'll never forget it. I was on Siva Street. I got my nose broke, and Siva Street had these real high curbs. Right, they were like a foot and a half up. Don't ask me why. Is that that's normal? Strange. Though? Is it on see in, in Boston? No, I some think of the it's places, strange anywhere. Unless it's in some places down. in Boston, you got real high curbs. And I remember he fucking punched me. In, God damn it! Again, I know when I lost a fight. Yeah. Well, it was before I got my nose broke. But anyway, he punched me in the nose, and I just sat on the curb. I was like, "You, you got me." <laughs> yeah. You want to keep going? I was like, "Dude, you got me. Yeah, you won, bro. No problem." <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a towel, please? Because yeah. <laughs> it fucks you up, man. No, and then yeah. after that, yeah, you just fight through it. Yep. But well, and then I, I, my first time I got broken, I got sucker punched from behind, and the dude just came full force and just smashed my nose and went to the whole side of my face. Yeah, that's cheap. And I just remember it sucked and it hurt, but my eyes were watering. Yes. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. yeah. And so when I turned around, I had a hard time recognizing who who sucker punched me. That's why I stopped because yeah. I couldn't yeah. see shit. Yeah. Yeah. He hit me, just everything went blurry, my eyes were watering, and the least of my worries was the blood. I just could not see. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that, that, that fucking sucks. Yeah. All right, so. Uh, is there, hold on. Go ahead. Go ahead is there, do you ever get pieces where someone comes in and requests something that you, you don't know how to do it? Yeah. And then, and then what do you do at that point? 
Um, do you, t- do you turn them away, or no. are you just no. like, yeah, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, we'll get it. Yeah, we we we. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I have the I can do anything attitude. Okay. When it comes to leather, uh-huh. and so people come in with the craziest ideas. I'm like, oh yeah, sure, I can do that. Then for the next three weeks, I have anxiety. Well, I'm like, shit. Why did I even take that? Candace is getting mad at me. Why the hell did you take that? I, said, I don't know. Because I think I can do it. And then I do it, and it turns out all right, or it turns out like shit, and I do it three more times before the customer picks so it up. So you never failed on that? Oh, I failed a bunch of times. No, I, you never failed on delivering to the customer. When they say, can you do this? Can no. you make me a bedazzled chandelier on my fucking leather skirt nope. for the prom on Thursday, September 23rd? Mm. Can you do that? Yeah. Right? And so they bring it to you in June, mm. and by September 20th, you have it done. Yeah. If trial that's and my, error. If, yep, trial and error. And if, if I have to make it four or five times, <clears throat> I'll make it four or five times until I uh. feel comfortable allowing it to leave the shop. Do, do you, you practice get... on a smaller scale or do you practice or do you do and see how it goes and then redo it the same? And it, I, I just do it. Ugh. That's that's just how my brain works. Like, actually, I had a, there's one time in particular that really pisses me off. And it was probably within the first year I was doing leather. I made this rad purse. It was this big, huge purse. It was all hand carved with horses all the way around mm. it. And then it was hand painted. It was an $800 purse. Ooh. The last two things I had to do was to stitch a seam on it and then add some things on the bottom. And those two things, I screwed up the whole entire purse. And I had to uh, remake the whole entire purse. First of all, I love when we have people on here that are from our era because you use words like rad. <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting for them to yeah. say bitching. You know what I mean? <laughs> do you take it? Where do, where do you get your leather from? Do you go out and point at that cow and like, that cow looked at me funny. I want his fucking skin. All right. And I want that bitch's skin over there because she didn't say hi to me when I walked in. Or do you just get it from a factory? Do you get it from butchers? Where do you, where do you get it from? No, just from a factory. Uh, we have three different facilities that we go through. One's in Northern California. One's in Texas. One's local. And how did how does the leather come? Does it come in uh, big cow shaped yeah. sheets? Yeah. So you can you can buy leather in a shoulder. You can buy it in a double shoulder. You can buy it in a cow half or a full hide. And I buy full hides. So it would be this table that we're on, which is six. I would say six feet. Yeah, six, six foot. Six foot by three foot. It's mm-hmm. the same length but twice as wide. Uh-huh. What do they do to it? To get to you, so they don't just skin the cow and send you leather. What nope. do they do to to What do they do to get it from cowhide to leather? So they have to butcher it. Uh, usually, we get a lot of our a lot of the hides are coming from meat factories. So whatever's left over from them butchering a cow will come to a factory, and then they will. There's multiple different ways you can process a hide, but they'll they'll scrape all the fat off of it, mm-hmm. and then they put it through a chemical process. Um, do, you, do you know that process? Yeah, well, it depends on which one it is. Like, there's a vegetan where they use uh, more earth type chemicals, and then they have a chemical tan called chrome tan, and that's actually like harsh chemicals. Um, I, that's probably faster, right? Than whatever the process yeah. is. Yeah. And, but then you also have like your traditional wares, they do brain tanning. And so, brain tanning is literally so if I were to tan your hide. I would take your brain, lay out your hide, and your brain is actually big enough that I can tan your whole entire body, and it's just enough to tan your body. So for any animal, you can use their brain to tan their hide. Okay, thanks for the compliment on 
telling me I had a big brain because <laughs> there's thousands of listeners that would fucking go otherwise on yeah. that. He's but five so, foot two, guys. So, so, you, so you take my brain and you spread it out and it just you put it into the sun and it emulsifies into the uh-huh. my skin uh-huh. and that's fucking sick. It's Who it's the fuck figured that out? I, that's what I want to know. That's disgusting. It had well, it had, it was it. It's been around since Native Americans, and actually, it's probably even before Native Americans because I mean. I would Tanning actually it was uh, worldwide. They would, I mean, people would use leather since, I mean, crap, forever. Jimmy, Jimmy, guess what? I pissed on it, didn't work. Yeah, <laughs> right. I licked the motherfucker, still didn't work. I put Jello on <laughs> yeah. it, goddamn thing, to work. You know, I pulled his brain out of his fucking hand, I spread it around. <laughs> that shit worked. It's ready to work. That <laughs> worked. Look at artichokes. Would you have ever have eaten an artichoke if you saw that in the wild? No. You you know I what? Still I don't know. damn thing. Hell I, no. I can't even think what artichoke looks like right now. But what I what I, I'm glad you said that because what we've talked about is crabs and lobsters. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. a giant spider, a giant. That, that's trying to that's trying to get you. He's trying yeah. to claw you up. <laughs> yeah, and and the thing, I'm gonna eat that motherfucker. Huh? Oh, I pulled it yeah, out. Somebody I that's like, not oh, good. Let me it. boil a bitch alive. No, first they probably boil it dead. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, this is nasty. Yep. And they said, put that bitch in there alive. <laughs> No, it bit somebody, and they're like, "Fuck that he, thing! Put it in their life." He squoze. Yeah, that's what it was. He squoze a <laughs> mofufu's dick. <laughs> right. Put him in their life. He deserves right off. So, so you have. Uh, th- so there's different um, shades of leather. So, um, like the tan, the black, the darker brown, some light tan. Yep. Is that come from the the animal? Is it its color? How does it get to that big, shade? Big tumblers with different colors. So, so literally, they'll put so so the, they're stained before they yeah, get stained. You. Well, no, it depends. Well, yes and no. Okay. So like this hide right here, this is a garment hide. Um, this is dyed before it gets to us. Okay. So we buy it because we like that color. So it's a little bit darker brown. Um, I'm trying to even think what to compare it to for just people that mahogany. just listen. Mahogany. It's mahogany. Okay. Yeah. yeah it's like mahogany. a mahogany. Yeah. But, but then, like our tooling hides uh-huh. that are processed for, like, um, actually, this right here. So this is a product that I'm designing right now for a company called Chop Merchandise. I was gonna say this looks like a dog color. dog harness. It looks well, like a dog it, harness. It looks like one, but that actually. So Chop Merchandise is a uh, motorcycle distribution company. So they make motorcycle goods. Okay. And we make them some of their products, and this is actually going to be holding one of their new. Um, tool rolls that we make hmm. and so this the tool roll will go in there and it straps together and then this will bolt on their handlebars or bolt on oh, their, their frame or anything like that but the tooling leather this is how tooling leather comes like this and then Candace dyes is, this for us which it's a light tan color yeah could okay. those two pieces have come from the same cow can you do that from the same piece of cow you know that I'm not exactly sure about but I would guess yes because basically it's just the way you process it. So this is a this one is a veggie tan, and this would be more of a um, kind, I mean kind of a chrome tan almost that they add color to it. But then you have what's called skiving, and so they put it through machines. So cowhide is thick. Like my saddle skirting, it it's comes between a ten to fifteen ounce, which is. I mean, it's that thick, so three sixteenths to... Cow skin's that thick? It's thick. Wow. Really thick. Yeah. And then they skive it down in big machines. Skive it. Skive it. That's like layer it? Yeah, they, so it's like sanding it down. Okay. They put it oh. through a machine that runs like through a knife almost, and it just, it will skive it down to super, super thin. Like this is uh-huh. probably one to two ounce. Okay. This is a six to seven ounce. Okay. 
so that you measure the the thickness of um, the leather by ounce. Yes. And so it doesn't matter the size; it's the it's the the thickness of it is yep. what it is by ounce. Okay. Yep. So if so if they have a cow, for example, you've got these two different um, pieces here, and they split his hide in half. One could be that color, and the other could stay this lighter shade. Yep. And that es- essentially then could come from the same animal. Yes, essentially. Okay. All right. Not that they do that, but okay. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, I've never been to a a factory that it Mm. does it. I've only gathered information from some of our distributors that have come in and visited us. Okay. So. Veal. Mm. The young calves. Yep. Is that a type of leather you work with? Uh, We have actually made, and that's actually called something specific, and I can't remember what that's called, but when you have an actual calf. It's called murder, Byron. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's what they're gonna say it's called yeah, murder yeah, i don't think those people yeah. listen to our show anymore no, no i right. i think they that, hold a head like this it's yeah, called that, murder. that stopped somewhere yeah um i think when you made fun of vegetarians okay all right uh, somewhere in there yeah you can't flip flop <laughs> oh, well, well. all right so, but veal's gonna have a different type of texture those young cats yeah that's the soft stuff yes and that actually it, it really is it's like really supple I don't know what about how better describe that besides supple, but it's just really super mm. soft leather. Is it pliable? Is it easier to work with? Yep. And well, you use that more in like garments, like garment material. When you say garments, what do you mean? Um, like shirts, jackets, vests, pants, your chaps that you wear, uh, <laughs> things like that. <laughs> so they make actually a leather shirt. Oh yeah, actually, I have a badass leather shirt that we made. Is it uh. here? I want some leather yeah. pants. That's really what I'm after. I want the real tour after those. this fucking podcast. I, I want, want the real tour. I wanted, to sh- <laughs> I wanted to show up today in leather pants and realized I didn't have any. I was disappointed. I wish you would have. Which is definitely yeah. the one that would wear that shit. Yeah, it would have made my day. Fuck. It would have it would have pelicans on it is what it would have, man. <laughs> All right. So how did you so you sold your first one to the first person and they said, Oh, this kid knows what he's doing. Or oh, by this time you were an adult. This adult knows what he's yeah. doing. How did you spread on? How did you spread on and, and get it out there? How do you get your name out there? Well, 90% how do you, of... How do you get your name out there to the point where you sponsor people? Is what I'm at? No. <laughs> well, 90% of our advertisements word of mouth. Um, I'm a firm believer that when someone comes into the shop or someone comes into my home, I'm going to treat you like family the best I can. You've um, well. and, and in all reality, that's what we all are. We all really, truly are just family. doesn't matter what you look like, where you come from, what state, what city, what country. We're all family, and that's, that's my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. And so I try to treat everybody, and so does Candace. We try to treat you like family. I mean, it just that's what we do. And so word of mouth has helped us a lot. Um, but we do have a pretty big social media following. Um, we it, are all your um, just for uh, my side, and then um, those that watch live and are listening. Um, are all your social medias just uh, be diamond leather? Yep, all so one word. All super easy. Got it. Yep. Okay. Um, and so it's just been word of mouth. We never advertise. Um, it's it's just been a, it's honestly it's been a big blessing for all us. Right. Couple of things, and we're we're all family. Yep. All right. I noticed the uh, um, kill your local pedophile. Yep. I'm with you. So. Yep. Not my family. Correct. <laughs> I, I agree with you 100% on that. And I love the shirts and the patches and all the shit you have on. A, those have to sell pretty well. They sell really well. You know, I I, mm-hmm. I, I just saw a thing the other day where fucking um, Vietnam or Korea, South Korea is the, the, the American one, right? Or China. No, maybe it's China. They're killing the fucking bankers. 
that oh, fucked yeah, yeah. off their shit. They did the 2008 thing with the balloon payments yeah, or whatever. Yeah. They did it now, and China, some Asian country, is killing those motherfuckers. <laughs> right? And here uh, we are, Americans, yeah. and we take pedophiles. Oh, you raped 12 kids, five years in prison. Um, and you know what you do when you go to prison? You go to fucking college. Yep. And you know how to yeah. do it better. Yep. So the next time you don't get caught in six years, yep. you get caught in 20 years because you got all the information from these other fucking freaks in there. We should off them. Yeah, no, we, we should really should. So you, you got a wife, yeah. right? And if I put a gun in your head and said, hey, um, suck a guy's dick. Mm-hmm. I mean, gun in your head, you might hey, do it. 20 bucks is 20 bucks. Okay. <laughs> Wait, you said gun. Yeah, right. Sorry, you said gun. Never mind. Fuck that. I'd fight you, asshole. <laughs> it was a long night under the overpass. Okay? I, had I was doing graffiti. <laughs> I was fucking high from the fumes. Why are you fucking with me? Right, but Fuck. I can't make you. Be attracted to a guy. Correct. You're always attracted to girls. Yep. That's why these pedophiles, you're attracted to guy, little babies. Yes. Right? I can't change that shit. Yep. I put no. you in jail, that's not going to change it's that not, shit. It doesn't matter what counseling you go to. doesn't no. matter where you've been. That's that why we change. should fucking off them. We're, yeah. we're too... We're too humane with that shit. Yeah, we are. We're it's, fucking, it's, it's, I, it's very similar, and I think we've had this discussion on this show before. Many times. It's um, like you can't pray away the gay. If you're gay, you're gay. It's yep. just who you are. Yeah, you so can't how's that to, any yeah. different okay. if that's what okay. they are? So why are we tolerating Like it? I said last week, I wouldn't want to pray away the gay because the more gay people, <laughs> men, the more pussy I get when I'm single. You that's know what true. I mean? Yeah, Dude, that's them, true. You know, yep. I, I don't want all you. I don't want you yeah. gay, him gay, your fr- <laughs> your fucking brother, your brother. Yeah, all you guys gay. Yeah, well, that, because I'm but that's, just swinging yeah, dick but that's in the what room. I'm saying though. Like, like it, it, you are who you are. Yep. And if that's who they are, that's a problem. Well, and here's 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 my view on this, and I'm probably gonna go on a, a rant about this really quick, but Let's I'll go. try to keep it Let's short. Go. But you have the purest innocence on the face of this earth is children. Period. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Those motherfuckers try to take that away. That's their game. That's what turns them on, and that's never going to change. And it pisses me off. And I am a proud American. I love our country. I would fight and die for this country. But America's too gentle when it comes to pedophiles. Yes, sir. Because how is it that I've had a buddy that has gone to prison for a stupid crime? You should have bailed him out. You fucked up, right? What, there. Well, this was after. This was after he went through court and all, all that. Right. I couldn't bail him out at that point. But he went to prison for a stupid reason and was in for five to ten years and got ten. Damn. So, well, now a stupid reason for me might be different than other people's stupid reasons. But for me, it's, it was a stupid reason. <laughs> it was a violent It was a violent crime. Some people need to ask it. Yes. Yeah. But then you hear multiple pedophiles that get six months and then reoffend and You're get right. a year and then reoffend. You're right. Why aren't we doing something about this? I don't know. And there's a lot of big talkers out there. But I'll tell you what. Please, please change it into a law and we'll see what happens to the pedophiles. I want to have this mm-hmm. conversation with you on air. I talked to you about it earlier. I says, um, here you are, you, you make leather and you deal a lot with cowboys. Mm-hmm. You deal a lot with um, dominatrix. <laughs> yes. Right? Yes. I mean, by, the, by, by the way, your lady called me and hey. said that her, I need to let you know her stuff's done. Okay, I'll pick it up if I get my <laughs> ass kicked. And you deal a lot with motorcycle gangs. Yep. Now, motorcycle gangs, a lot they're, of they're them. clubs. Clubs. Thank you. Okay. A lot of them are race-based. Yes and no. A, a, a lot of them. Not all of them. Yeah. Not all of them. All right. And so you got a lot of these guys that have been in and out of penitentiary. Yep. Right? Yep. And when you go to prison, you do what you got to do. Like, if me and Wood went to prison on the same charge, I'd yep. see him, but we couldn't rock together. Correct. Right? I'm yep. running with the yep. brothers, and he's running with the white dudes. Yep. It's just the way it is. So you got guys that come in here, it's and they politics. say- politics. It's prison politics. Yep. So you got a guy that comes in here and says, I want a swastika wallet and a- 88 uh, saddle. Okay. 
how do you how do you how do you deal with that? Just say it's not my thing. You just turn them away. Yeah, you're good with that. Yeah, but I can do other things for you. Okay. Such, I mean, a, such a what? Well, I mean, if 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 their ideology is that, that's right. fine. That's them. That's not me. Okay. And I can do different art for them that doesn't have to do with something like that. Okay. But same goes on the opposite end. If someone came in and said, "Hey, I want a black power uh, wallet," I wouldn't do that either. You wouldn't do that. So nope. you're not you're not going either end of the spectrum. Nope. Mm. Nope. It's just not what I do. Middle of the so, fucking road shit. Yeah. Say, so, hey, do you right. want some skulls with flowers on? I could do that for yeah. you. Yeah. I mean, oh, if you, awesome. you want a big black dick on your wallet i'll make it for you whatever you want okay i've i've had a big black dick on my wallet because <laughs> my wallet was in my bed one time and i was like where the fuck's my wallet it was stuck to my big black dick so i was like oh that's worked out hey, good so funny why, why did you guys get quiet <laughs> you guys both got quiet and looked at me like holy yeah. shit did he just yeah. say that no yeah no you no, said no. i could say anything i wanted i don't no, know we, we no we looked at you like uh how did you know <laughs> <laughs> i want to talk about you and beekeeping okay how did you mm. get into that um, so, so I watched a YouTube video of that. It, it was describing how bees literally run the earth. Bees it, it do pollination. They give us honey. They, they do things for the animals of the earth. I mean, there's all these different things that bees do. Okay. And actually bees over the last 10 years have been slowly dying off. Mm-hmm. And they say yeah. once bees die, if they truly go extinct, we'll die. Okay. And so I was like, well, I mean, I'm not like a save the planet type person. Um, I mean, hell, I have a bunch of hot rods. I have a diesel truck. I mean, you hate cows. I hate uh, yeah, cows. Yeah. Well, they're polluting the air, right? Right. That's, that's, and, and the water. And the water. Yeah, I take yeah. that back. I am. I am helping the world. Okay. <laughs> One cow at a time. <laughs> and uh, so that was kind of the thought behind it. And my wife and I were like, well, you know, let's let's try to do something rad. Um, that will save the bees, and we both love honey. Honey's like, if you have allergies, get honey from your area, and your allergies will go away. Okay. No joke. It's the craziest thing. Do I have a customer? What are you guys looking at? Yeah, yeah. somebody came in, and they've got, uh, it looks like it's some big, I'm trying to see what he's carrying. Looks like a, a fucking dead black bear. It's, he's got a big coat or something. He just yeah, walked what, in. What is that? And it's raining. I just washed my car. He just put, he put some. Up. He put some big coat in his truck. Anyhow, so uh, you said yeah. I'm going to yeah. save the bees. Yeah. So we decided, and at the time we were uh, really wanting to. She wanted to get into gardening. Um, I mean, crap. Groceries are getting outrageous yeah, nowadays. Yeah. And so we kind of started doing both at the same time, and they both kind of go hand in hand because if you have bees, they'll pollinate the garden. Your your vegetables and your fruit will be twice the size than if you didn't have bees, okay. and you'll have twice as many. Wow. And so we just started getting into bee, bee, bee uh, excuse me beekeeping. How long ago? Uh, three years ago. I was up the uh. fucking street from here one time, mm-hmm. and I was talking to this lady, and all of a sudden I hear this. I look over. I, there's a fucking ball of bees yep. traveling down the fucking street. Yeah, they left I, their hive. I got into her minivan, and I pulled her and her little girl into the <laughs> minivan. We just closed the door, and we watched this ball of bees just travel down the fucking sidewalk like they ran shit. Yeah. And uh, I had uh, told the story to somebody else, and they're like, yeah, they were moving the hive. Yep. And the queen was in the middle. Yep. And they were traveling down. Yep. Terrifying. Yeah. They won't, seeing that, you could walk almost right up to that, and they won't do anything to you unless you try to mess with the queen. Okay. Next time I see that, I'll push wood into it and see what happens. <laughs> try it. I, I'm curious <laughs> to find out. <laughs> but it, but they actually, so they, they'll, they get sick of their hive, and then the queen will just leave, and all the worker bees go with her. We actually had that happen two years ago. You had all your bees leave? Yeah, we had this amazing hive. 
and we are just getting ready to split it into another. They're called supers, and so we're getting ready to split into another super. And I went out the next day to start to split it, and the bastards were gone. They were all gone. <laughs> they were wow. all gone. Every <laughs> one of them. He, he called animal control. My bees ran away. Can you help me find them? <laughs> well, no. I started asking other no. beekeepers that oh. are in the area. I said, "Hey, have you seen my hive? Because you you'll know." And actually, if it was how long ago was that? Two years ago. Did ten oh. ten years at least. I was gonna say, it could have been your bees, my bees, bees, but it was too long ago. <laughs> <laughs> so, so where where do they go? Like, do they just find a new spot? So, is that where you get like the ones that like will go onto like a tree or something, and you get that swarm? Yep. Then people have to come and cut them away. Yeah. And that's what they've done. They just found some random place. They're like home. Yeah, this is better. <laughs> this is better than where we were. Where we're at. What's the benefit of having bees though? For for you, fresh uh, fre- the- fresh honey. Um, our vegetables, and we have a fruit tree, uh, twice as many fruits and vegetables. And and we kind of, I mean, honestly, kind of makes me feel a little good that I'm, at least in my hive, we're saving a little bit of the bees. Do you go out there with the with the shit and oh, all yeah. that? And how do you get the honey? You got to scrape, you scrape the honey in the jars? No. Nope. Honey's ready to eat right there. Oh, yeah, you could, I could scrape it right off the hive, and you could just eat the cone and all. Really? Yeah, but mm. that's not what we do. So you wait till the end of the season. And the end of the season is usually towards um, the end, middle of fall. And then uh, you take out, you separate your, so you have supers. So there's three boxes on top of each other. The two bottom boxes are for the bees. Top box is the honey you're going to keep. Okay. Um, usually for a top box, you're going to get, you're going to get probably between 10 to 20 pounds of honey. Pounds. Wow. Pounds. Shit. And so That's you, a lot you, of honey. Yeah, so you, you uh, kind of make sure that the queen is in the lower two boxes somewhere, and then you put a lid on the, the two bottom boxes, and then you take that top box and you take it to – there's a place down here in Ogden on Washington, or I have a buddy that has – I can't remember what the machine's called. Yeah, it's the one that's just uh, just past Slackwater, right? Yeah. 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 And, I've and, seen that. Place. Yeah, and you yeah. just take them, your, uh, your screens – and then it just spins the honey out of the screens. And then the honey all goes down into your whatever you brought, jars, buckets, whatever. The crazy thing about honey, and I'm going to tell you something you already know, <laughs> is that you it never goes bad. Never. You can get honey 5,000 years ago from the Egyptians and still eat that honey. Yep. And it's good to go. Yeah. Mm. That's badass. Yeah. So it's it's what, one of the only things that does that, by the way. What is I didn't know anything else had done it. Mm-mm. What do you what do you do like to, what about the queen? Does she die every year? Do you have to get a new one? How does that work? No, usually uh, the queen will last a couple of years, but when the queen is getting ready to die, um, the worker bees will actually um, I guess inseminate another egg and that one egg is actually inseminated to be a queen. And then wow. they groom that one, and then when that one hatches, the queen usually gets killed or kicked out or is dead. That's badass. So he nuts. He's like, that's my best shit, yeah. bitch. Yeah. And there's <laughs> actually that. one that's particular worker bee that does it, and he's a bigger bee. Yeah. 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 And he, uh, damn. Yeah, so, he, so from like... Take uh, my nut. <laughs> my special so from queen. No, what am I done? I'm not done. From fall to next spring. No, Wood, listen. What, what listen. happens to the queen that's still alive? I'm still going to say, Wood, my royal nut. <laughs> yeah. Don't swallow this one. It's royal. Yeah. Okay. Well, they basically bathe in it, so they're bathing in it. Huh. <laughs> yeah, that's Keith. Yeah, you, you nailed it. He would bathe in his nut. Anyway, <laughs> he's, the, he's the big worker bee. <laughs> yeah. um, so proud so, of myself. <laughs> so they'll. You have to uh, kind of store your hive for the winter, and so uh-huh. you'll cover it, make sure they stay warm. But bees actually keep themselves warm, and they actually huddle around the queen. Um, when they you, don't hibernate. 
No. Okay. No, but they will stay within. They never leave the hive once the hive has been shut down for this, the winter. Um, but they'll hibernate. No, not hibernate. They'll, they'll, um, they vibrate around the queen. And if you ever hear the buzzing in a hive, that's actually them vibrating to keep everything warm. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. I always wondered through the winter how they stuck around. Yep. I figured every insect just died and then started over. Mm-mm. Nope. And, and you will lose a whole hive sometimes depending on how well the hive lasted through the winter. They'll die off or you have to get a new hive or whatever. It's just kind of the way beekeeping goes. So being that we are in the beehive state, do you get nice. many um, requests for your leather to have bees or beehives or anything like that? Yeah. Or has it even happened? Yeah. No. Yeah. We get uh, requests all the time for either a beehive or like honeycomb stuff on it or whatever. Mm. Hmm. Honeycomb kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not small. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I was a honeycomb kid. Why are you into Halloween? What would that do to you? Halloween's the most amazing holiday ever. Why? Well, so from a little kid, my family's always been into Halloween. So originally, I'm from Southern Orange Cali, Cal- Southern Orange County, California. That root beer getting you drunk. That root beer snaggles is fucking you up. That's why I had switched to water. Okay. <laughs> I have to drive home. So, so, so my family's always been into Halloween, and my dad always loved scaring the shit out of us kids. No, that, that was, that was my cue to get a drink. Oh, yeah. oh, well, damn. No, yeah. that, that's no, a drink I was like, you. shit, what happened? No, no, he did good. Um, so we would put on a haunted house every year in our garage, and legitimately people would come from multiple cities around just to go through our haunted house mm. in our garage. Um, and so it's just always been something that's been a part of my life ever since I was a little kid. Matter of fact, we would go through uh, Riverside, California, which is more inland, and there's an old, old cemetery in Riverside, California. My dad used to drive a international scout. Well, I don't know why as kids we were so stupid. Well, kids, first off, kids are kid. fucking stupid. Yeah, there you go. First yeah, off, uh-huh. let's start with that. Yeah, I But that. we never recognized that my mom would get out of the car at the, at the front of the cemetery. Okay, we never recognized that. But then my dad would drive in, and miraculously, every time we went through the cemetery, he was out of gas. And the car would die next to this one mausoleum that was open, and there was a... Now, in my in my, my mind, there was an, uh, a huge open casket, uh-uh. and then all of a sudden, Here scratching your, on the door. Here comes your mom, uh, right? And my dad and mom named this creature Dirty Dingus McGee. Okay. <laughs> that fucking you say that name in my family and people get scared instantly. Uh-huh. You can just whisper it, dirty dingus, McGee. Freaks people Six out. Six adults pissing themselves. My, my cousin will still pee himself. Okay, even cousins, yeah. even with that yes. way. Danny okay. Powell pisses himself still. <laughs> so, and it became this thing, and so scaring always has been a big part of you know Halloween and things like that, okay. and. uh so that's kind of what started. And I, I mean, I just love Halloween, love Frankenstein, love all the things that happen. I love the kids going around having fun and thrilling Michael Jackson. You love that. Love it all. Love that shit. I love it. So you decorate your house for oh, Halloween yeah. oh, big yeah. time. You get into it. You sit on a porch and skate kids. Yeah. You never handed out dry dog food and cough drops for Halloween. <laughs> no, you? I'm not that dick. Yeah, I did that. No, I, but I was young. I didn't have any fucking money. I forgot it was Halloween. <laughs> then you give a dollar. What? That's the I rule. S- I said I was That's young. That's the rule. I said I was young. Hence, I didn't have any money. Uh, fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> dollar. You're rich over here. Car club. Yes. You're the president, co-president, founder. I, I am one of two. So me and an, uh, another buddy of mine are the founders of the Unlucky Ones Car Club. And then I'm also 
the Junction City, which the original name for Ogden is Junction City. Um, I'm, the, I'm the Junction City chapter president. What does that entail? The car club or being a president? Car club first. So car club, we are a uh, vintage American classic car club that also allows certain year uh, vintage VWs in it as well. Why, why VWs? Uh, well, that's not even American. It's not American, but in the custom car culture, some of the very first vehicles that were really, truly being customized were Volkswagens. Oh, Volt VW bugs, B- VW buses, buses type yeah. threes. So the Baja, the Baja VW, which the California show where they put yeah. the, the big exhaust on the yeah, back the and, stinger. and jacked them up. Yep. <laughs> that was called a stinger. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. Um, but, but predominantly we are American classic. All right. Um, we are a brotherhood, uh, more than a car club. Um, we have traditional um, club values, so we have a hierarchy, president, vice president, uh, sergeant at arms, secretary, things like that. But really, we're a big family. Um, we span all over Utah. We have a nomad chapter. We have a chapter up in Canada. Um, it's it's actually been my life for the last 25 years. That long you've wow. been doing this? Yeah. All right, and 97. How, how'd you become president? Well, um, so... When the club first started, we started out of Salt Lake City, and uh, for the first little bit, uh, the other co-founder, his name's Rich D. He owns, um, actually, he owns another tattoo shop down in Salt Lake. I don't know if you guys want me to say the name since we have a sponsor. Yeah. Uh, but he owns the Big Deluxe Tattoo Studio in oh, Salt Lake. Big, yeah, Big D, yeah. Yep. And uh, him and I decided we were going to start a club, and uh, we made up the bylaws, and uh, we both had a vehicle at the time, and. Um, it's kind of a who's going to be president, who's going to be vice president type thing. And he got mm-hmm. president. I got vice president. And then after about two years, two or three years, and I can't remember exactly, then um, I became the president of the Salt Lake chapter. And I was president of the Salt Lake chapter for about 13 or 14 years. What does that entail, though? Do people come and kiss your ring? You, <laughs> you, they got to wash your car? I mean, what happens? There? Uh, no, it's just um, – it's kind of like everybody's – in our reality, in our club, pretty much everybody's equal. No one's better than anybody else. Um, president holds its own title and has its own things that it has to do. Um, we are the head of the club in that particular chapter, um, or head figure, I should say. Okay. Um, but there's there's just a lot of things that in, is entailed in all the different uh, positions within the club. Um, everything from my position to the road captain to just a normal member or a prospect, because you have to prospect to get into our club. What is prospecting for people that don't know? Uh, prospecting is the point where you want to be a part of a particular club mm-hmm. and you hang out with that club. Um, you wear whatever they have you wear, whether it's a prospect patch or, or uh, whatever. And you're getting to know the club and the club's getting to know you. Um, in our club, you're not a bitch. You don't have to do bitch things. Um, but if a, if a patch member asks you to do something, you need to do it. Ask or tell. Ask. Okay. Yep. And we also have a rule that I won't ask you to do anything I wouldn't do. So mm. that's washing cars. Yep. That's gassing up my car. That's putting air in my tires. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But as a brother, you should want to do that anyways to help your brother out. Okay. You know, um, I, I know multiple times that I've been to multiple brothers' houses helping them build their car, work on their car. If they run out of gas, get their gas. Uh, I had a brother that ended up in the hospital a couple of months ago in the middle of the night. His wife called me and said, hey, can you watch our kids? I watch his kids till 4 or 5 in the morning. Yeah, that's friend shit, though. Does it, I that's mean, a brotherhood. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I have friends, quote, unquote, that wouldn't do that for me. But I have brothers that would do it in a heartbeat. 
how long how long do you I uh, cut them friends out yeah you know what I mean yeah. that's me how long do you prospect before typically uh it it honestly prospecting kind of depends on you um if you're doing what you need to be doing if you're coming around the club if you're going to events if you're um you know just living up to the standard of an unlucky one's prospect then it could be as little as a year hmm it could be as long as you want it to be. And how often do you guys meet and get together and do different things? Uh, well, we have club meetings once a month, and then but we get together like we had. We had a car show last weekend. We went to. We had a car show the weekend before that. We went to. We have a car show this weekend that we're going to. Um, and are then, these your car shows or are these other people's car shows? Other, you guys, yeah, okay. other people's car shows, okay. and uh, so you just never know. Um, about the car shows. There's usually always a car show in good weather, right? Mm -hmm. But then we also get together for barbecues to hang out mm -hmm. if someone needs help on a, a, on a their car that they need a second right. hand. I mean, we're always together. Huh. Going out to dinner together, going to events together, things like that. Do you have to wear so, Young Lucky ones, that's called a... What is that called? A, that's our cut. So, cut. Yeah. God damn, that's right. Yeah. And that's... What's the thing on the bottom called? Uh, so we just run a single patch. Okay. And so... Like in a motorcycle club, uh, most of them have a three-piece patch. So they have a top rocker, a center patch, and then the bottom rocker. Rocker. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But ours is just one whole solid piece. And that's the whole unlucky ones with the skull, the, the knives. Yep. And then what what's at the bottom here? Uh, those are how many times I've stabbed people. <laughs> yep. Right. Yep. Yes. Uh, of yeah. course, yes. Yeah. So, Don't yeah, fuck that's, with me. That's a lot of bail money right there. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. Well, you have to get caught to make bail. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. No, th those are just different club patches. Okay. Are, th are those different club patches across the Americas? Like that's Canada, that's California? Uh, no, the ones that are on my cut are, this is Salt Lake ones, and these are Junction City ones over here. And then the front has different patches No, no, as well. no, no. I'm talking about knifeys on the back right there. What are those? The knives? Yeah. Those, well, that's for uh, the Down and Dirty Car Show that the Salt Lake chapter puts on every year. And actually, okay. if you're if you're into hot rods and custom cars and motorcycles and things like that, actually, it's open now to any kind of custom vehicle. The Down and Dirty Show is one of the raddest shows to go to in Salt Lake. When's that? It uh, I don't know if they set a date. It's usually in June or August. Okay. And where is it? Uh, usually down in Salt Lake. Um, last year, it was... Uh, you know where that DI is on 70... Is it 7200 in Redwood? Sure. Somewhere right around in there. I can't remember the exact location. And then the Junction City chapter puts on the Junction City Classic, and that is August 13th in uh, the parking lot behind my building. Okay. Wow. So your wife told me she met you when you were a break dancer. Yes. So you I, Well, not just a break dancer, the best break dancer around. Around where? <laughs> in Utah and California. Really? Yeah. Really? I used to do battles and competitions. <laughs> no joke. <laughs> So, uh, so, so, what, what, why are you looking at me and judging me so, and, no, no, and not believing no, that I could break no, dance better than most people? That's gotta, that, was gotta be, that was racist. That's Did not you what I'm that? saying. There's got to be some YouTube video of that. I'm looking so at an old person. YouTube. Is what I'm looking at. Well, my question is, <laughs> vintage YouTube. Beach Street or breaking? Uh, that's a hard one because Beach Street had good pop blocking, but breaking had better break dancing. And, and Beach Street had better graffiti. Way better graffiti. Okay, so Because those dudes were actually legitimate... Graffiti yards back then. Yeah. yeah, and that was also the um that was uh New York City Breakers. Yep. So what you got? I was I mean I was good at pop locking, but my ground game's really good. Well, it was. I'm, Answer I'm, the goddamn question, Byron. <laughs> Beach Street or breaking? Uh, Beach, Turbo. Beach Turbo. Street. No, Beach Street. Did you know Boogaloo Shrimp just died, right? 
No. Yeah, he died about a year ago. Oh, crap. I know. We're getting old, ain't we? Yeah. Damn. Uh, hey, that scene where Turbo's out there with the broom and yeah. shit with the Kraftworks one? You uh-huh. see me doing my shit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's killing it. How long were you in the breaking, man? Uh, from 8 to about 18, 19. So that's 10 years, 10, 11 years. You were into that shit. Really into it. And then after that, I got into hip hop. Well, towards the end of breaking. So here's the hard part. So breaking was really big in the eighties, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then towards the end of the eighties, then hip hop came around yeah. and I got really big into hip hop as well. Okay. But then I was adding in my break dancing and my, uh, shooting people. Pop locking oh no, I thought <laughs> with, with, with the hip hop. Okay. And then hip hop started going back into breaking again. Okay. And so I started doing that. But then after that, I got into freestyle, um, tap dancing. And then I also got into TV on Glover. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's a badass. Yeah, he is a badass. Yeah. Um, and actually, there's uh, an old country boy, and I can't remember his name right now. His last name is White, and actually, there's a documentary on his family that is just, you want to see a crazy-ass documentary on Netflix? Look up the Wild and Fabulous Whites. Those people are crazy as shit. Wild and Fabulous Whites. Yeah, they are crazy. Okay. But it's based off of this one guy in their family, the uncle, that is an amazing, amazing uh, tap dancer. Okay. Um. But the whole documentary is just crazy. <laughs> so crazy. so here you are in the late 80s with your Alfonso Ribeiro breaking <laughs> board, right? Spinning on you. You remember, remember yeah. that shit? Oh, they yeah. had all those yeah. breaking. This, this yeah. is white one white girl on YouTube. She talks about, <laughs> and I think Family Guy made fun of it. This is hip hop. <laughs> And this is normal. And she, yeah. The way she moves. You yeah, know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I've seen that. You find that shit. <laughs> Anyhow, how'd you get into breaking? Um... So my dad went to prison when I was nine. Okay. Uh, white collar crime, and uh, my mom was looking for something me to do for me to do during the summer. Mm-hmm. And so there was a local uh, community center, and there was a kid down there um, that was teaching break dancing, and I took lessons from black him. Black or Mexican? Black. Okay. And so I took lessons from him, and uh, ended up really like break dancing, and really liked uh, the fluidity of the movement of my body, and so and I actually can move good. So it kind of all added up. Did so so break dancing for you translated into being able to dance. You could dance. You could do the Roger Rabbit. You could do the Cabbage Patch. You could do all that shit. Yeah, all those heavy D dances you could do. I could do them. Yeah. And then it from freestyle tap dancing, it actually moved into um, street swing. So then I was teaching and performing and uh, swing dancing as well. Street, I don't even know what street swing is. Um, so street swing is like from the fifties. Okay. No. You. No. Yeah. So it's like fifties dance. Um. It's a lot of twists and turn. Western call it the two-step, but they do a little bit different footwork. And so it's just uh, like the Lindy Hop. That's more, that's a little bit different, but that's something that... Lindy Hop is exhausting. It is. Yeah. But it's stuff similar to that. But street swing is is more like flips and throws and spins and stuff like that. Okay. Oh, I was just going to say, and maybe this is, we're headed down that same path. Um, when I walk in, there's all this leather. It looks great. There's all this artwork and everything. Mm-hmm. Then you have hung on the back wall here a couple of uh, skateboards. Yep. Um, is that something you do? Or is that just something you designed? Uh, or did? I guess maybe did. Did. Well, if you ask my wife, I still can do some things. But yeah, I, I used <laughs> to skate. Uh, okay. Well, I feel like... I, th- I think we had a conversation. You just dug into everything, man. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've done a lot. I'm telling you, I've done a lot. I had, I've had a, a, an interesting life. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, I, I was a sponsored skateboarder back in the day um, in California. Is this the same time you were breakdancing or yeah. is this after? No, same time. Huh. But skate, if you think about it, breakdancing, skateboarding, surfing, 
um, skateboarding, BMXing. Uh, yeah, BMXing, uh, all, that, yeah. all of it kind of goes around the same stuff. You have to, yeah. you have to have that uh, inner balance. Mm-hmm. Now that we call it core, right? Back then, it wasn't called core; it was just balance, right? Um, and I've always kind of lucked out that I've had that balance, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least in one part of my life. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So what, what what do you do? They always do this. I'm doing the uh, what is that? Um, unsung. They always go. What are you doing now? Right? And you yeah, get some yeah. old fucking art. You get like, yeah. not, not the Gap Band because Charlie Wilson's still going. You get like uh, fucking Lakeside. <laughs> oh, we're making new music. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so what are you, you have a new shit. Right? Right? Well, we're working on new music. What What is your thing now? So you, you have to, I just want to go over this. Mm-hmm. This is what we talked about with you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Leather. Yep. Killing cows, yep. hating cows, yep. l- loving cactuses and mangoes. <laughs> yes. No, no. We talked about the leather stuff. We talked mm-hmm. about car stuff. We talked about break dancing. We graffiti. Talked graffiti. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Illegal activity. You're getting arrested. I know. <laughs> we had a cop on this show. <laughs> it's all right. We service a lot of the local law enforcement, so I get out do of really? stuff now. Yeah. And, and the leather aspect of it. Yep. Yeah, like we do. Like right now, I have uh, one of Ogden City's uh, bike jackets here because the canine tore through it and I repaired it for him. Really? Oh, wow. Yep. And it's if you if you guys have never held one, I'll let you hold this one. It they are heavy. I don't know how some of these officers run in like the full suits. Uh Holy crap! Wow. Yeah. Jeez. Hey, fuck my joke up is gonna make (laughs) it. Is there anything? So let's talk about the big DMX uh, uh, or the dominatrix aspect of it. Oh yeah. Okay. (laughs) Because we we led the show with Uh, whips, right? Yeah. 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 Right. And Mm -hmm. I I don't mean um, what's your name, Toby whips. I mean like oh spank my ass because I'm in the back. Yeah, he's talking like center cheek, mid thigh. Yeah. That's ooh, back of yeah. the thigh. Yeah. yeah. Don't ask, Keith. Okay, all right. You, you, <laughs> how, how, wait, I, I knew you were free. How did you? How did he know what you like? <laughs> no, this is what Wood like. Wood's got like seventeen and a half kids, man. Trust me, this motherfucker can fuck. All right. So, well, literally or figuratively? Literally. Or both. Okay. Lit- right. Hey, look Feels at his wallet. For you. His wallet's always literally. Okay. <laughs> so you got people to come in here and freaky shit. Right, they Sometimes, want they yeah. want chastity belts made yeah. of uh, um, of leather. Mm. Really? Yeah. What do you do? Because you got to measure people for that shit. <laughs> what a dick! No, why, why is he going to ask me this shit right no, now? Seriously, this if was an, in, this was an offline conversation. If I come in, <laughs> if I come in with a girl and I go, I want, I'm going out of town. I yeah. want her to have a chastity belt on yep. made of leather. Yep. You're gonna measure her. Yeah. Right. Got, yeah. And you're gonna be up in there. Yeah. Mm. But I mean, so. <laughs> Oh goodness! This okay. I'm not saying this because I'm trying to go down another path. Okay, we'll I, take. Well, I, I'm, I was, I'm going down that. Path. I was a professional photographer for 13 years, yeah. and I shot everything from naked bitches to <laughs> one or two. But I puppies. did. I did a lot of uh, high fashion stuff. So a lot of my stuff's been in magazines and stuff like that, and people's portfolios. But that's. I told you we're not going down another avenue. That's Dude, a different story. Fuck. But with that, are you I, running from the law? Is your name really Byron Diamond? <laughs> what the fuck? No, it's not. <laughs> wow. All right. Come so on. So with that though, you learn how to be very professional with when you're shooting or you're doing certain things. And so, even my like my closest friends have brought me their wives or a girlfriend and said, "Hey, I'm looking for something to be made for them, and trust me enough to do it." Mm. Mm. So bring your bring your girlfriend down here, wife, and I'll measure her up for you. Okay. Um, that that's a negative, but keep, keep talking. So when you bring a girl in here, well, I don't bring them in. All right. When well, you allow them in here. Yes. And they say, "This is what I want. Yeah. I want. I want a what, what leather it? corset or yeah. something. Corset, yeah. whatever. Yeah. You, you met. You, they got to strip down naked because you get this shit accurate. No, they don't. They don't need to strip down naked. Oh. Um, I know. I, know. Um, I can take. 
I've done so many measurements and know how to measure now that I can just measure the outside and kind of pull it tight and I don't need skin or anything like that. Now, if it was a chastity belt, they would have to be in something that rode uh, high on their legs. Hmm. Something that, uh, that could get uncomfortable. Yes. <laughs> yes. I've only, like I said, I've only turned down one one job. Oh. And we're not going to get into that. I would like to. I know you would. Okay. I figured you would. Dang <laughs> it. Why, why'd you turn it down? Does breathing into this help anything? She's an overweight lover, heavy D. <laughs> she was, she was, yeah, big girl. Yeah, she was a little bit bigger. Now, not that there's so, anything wrong with bigger gals. There's, as my wife says, there's an ass for every seat. Not that there's anything wrong. I just didn't feel comfortable in the position that I was being placed in. Okay, oh, that's easy. So what? The, what I hear right now is that the material was going to cost too much money. To coat this girl in the leather you were going to put her in. It would have been way too much money. It would have, it would, you, like the price you were charging them. When she came in here, I couldn't cover this for the price I quoted you early because I thought you had a normal sized human being, not a fucking wildebeest. Yeah, she she didn't have enough money to cover the she cost. She didn't have enough money. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Go do some Jenny Craig, <laughs> some Pilates, some Burpees. Do something, please. Big, big woman. Yes. Did, she was, she was a, a bigger gal. Okay. Mm. Did she get offended, or did you say, "Oh, I can't get this"? Yeah, I no, I, I just said I just do, I don't feel comfortable making that. Oh, you said it. Yeah. <laughs> what did she say? She just said, "Okay." She was she was a nice gal. Yeah. yeah she okay. didn't take offense. I think if the delivery's okay, then the, the response. So is she going was making. To be I gotta watch what I'm saying because I'm gonna tell people about this. So, so you, <laughs> she didn't have a man or nothing. No, she was a single gal. All right. Um, and uh, was into a whatever lifestyle she was into, and that's what she wanted to have made. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Fair and enough. teach their own. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I had a friend. I'll say his name because his name was Black <laughs> J. Black J loved fat women. He would have loved her. He did. He, <laughs> he did. Black we'd, J, we'd, she's for you. We'd go out and Black J would find the fattest girl. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, to me, that's low hanging fruit. Yeah. Because, you know, I've been with big girls, but sure. it's like when the lights come on and like time to get out. And I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. But Black J would go in there at nine o'clock and be with the fat girl. And I'm just like, God damn, Black J. Like that was his first choice. Yeah. That's what he wanted. It went to into the night choice. Right off top, man. Oh, damn. Right off yeah. top, he was going to God love you, Black J. He, he was going to Burger King, right? And they were going to hang on a little bit. Then he was going to Wendy's and they were going to his house, okay? <laughs> <laughs> there's somebody for everybody. There's somebody there's, for there's everybody. A, right? there's, a, there's an ass for every yeah, seat. An ass right? for every seat. Yeah. The quote, Candace. Yeah. B Diamond, what's up with the bird over here? <laughs> I did see that. Yeah. Damn those birds. So, Candace, my wife. Mm hmm. Uh, has always loved birds, and I love. I had a bird when I was younger. But uh, she's like, "Hey, I found on KSL, I found uh, this lady's giving away parakeets for free." Okay. I'm like, "Well, we, why? Why do you want a parakeet?" Well, I love birds. Okay, we'll get a get a parakeet then. So we go over there. She's only going to get one. She ended up with two. Yeah. So we get them, and uh, she had this little tiny cage, and uh, she didn't like the little tiny cage. So she put on KSL, "Hey, I, I have this little tiny cage. I'm looking for a bigger cage for my birds." Three days later, no joke, the, the most cracked out crackheads you ever seen in your life come in with this brand new, that cage in there, brand new <laughs> $400 cage that they were willing to trade straight across for the $25 cage. Wow. So she scored that $400 cage from these crackheads. And uh, so she, there were two in there. One recently died, but uh, oh, damn, th- that's the story of the birds. How, how long do those birds live? I don't know. A long time. I mean, the one only lived like two years, so I don't know. (laughs) I just want to say this, B-Diamond. You're the most eclectic person, most, I don't want to say, is well-rounded the right word? Because we've held, but we've held, we've had 
well-rounded people. Yeah, he's the most. Yeah, he's it, it. Definitely, his edges are more jagged. But he fits into right, a lot yeah. of different areas. Right. He can, yeah. My father once told me this. Mm-hmm. My father said, "You know what? Be able to speak to anybody mm-hmm. in the world for ten minutes. Yep. Mm-hmm. You can speak to anybody in the world for forty-five minutes. I try. You've been around a lot of places. Damn. You've done yeah, a lot of things, true, yeah, and you you." We could almost have episode two with this motherfucker. We man. could. We've only yeah. done that one time. It, there's a lot more to talk about. I, I, so I am. We've only got just a couple minutes to go here. Um, so do I need could, to take off my shirt yet? Yes, right now, <laughs> please <laughs> hurry. Is the camera on? <laughs> Camera's on. How could you? How would you sum uh, summarize everything? Like, um, like, put your put your life in a nutshell right now. How, could you do that? Uh, I'll try. So I've always had the opinion ever since I was a little kid. That no one's better than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Do I do things better than other people? Yes. Do yes. other people do better things than me? Then Absolutely. yes. But everybody's on that same playing field. Mm-hmm. We are all equal. We're all mm-hmm. the same. That spans so many spectrums, it's ridiculous, right? Mm-hmm. So as long as my mentality's that, that's where I stay. Byron does Byron. Mm-hmm. Whatever Byron does. Some days I'm a piece of shit. Some days I'm the most amazing piece of person you'll ever meet. But I always try to be even, and I always try to be better than I was, as corny as that is, than, than I was yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. That goes with my leather. That goes with me being a husband, me being a father, me being a grandpappy. That goes with any of it. And being a club brother. I always try to be just better than I was the next the, the day before. Fucking badass. Yeah. Yeah. Wood, with yes, that, sir. is that what you're saying? That is what I'm saying. Mr. B. Diamond. Yes. Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. And with that, guys, uh, that wraps, wraps up. Another uh, mask off episode. Another beautiful mask off. Um, live here in the traveling woodshed. We gotta coin that one too, since we have okay. the actual. Jamathan will come up with a name for I us. I know, Jamathan. This is the traveling woodshed. We did get some emails this week, and and um, I was I was quite surprised. You know, typically I don't dip into the emails. That's your thing. But mm-hmm. I was like, I wonder what's happened because we we had a different week last week. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I was curious. So I got into the emails and. Most people that emailed in said, I understand you have a mask off. You're not going to read this, but, but here da, da, you da. go, yeah. which was kind of neat. So people are finally, it's only taken them almost five years to catch on that we don't read emails on a mask off. So save your emails, send them well, in. Because we did for the first little bit. Yeah, we did. Actually, yeah. we would, we'd hit one or two, yeah. and then we quit doing that. And that, But that's still been like three years, yeah. but even that. Um, so, yeah, guys, um, send in your emails. Let us know what you think. Uh Give uh, give Beba Diamond Leather a, a quick uh, plug here real fast. Well, you can follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, under B Diamond Leather. But check us out. Like like what we're doing. Uh, and if you want to come into the store, where are you located? Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought of that. Uh, we are at 3480 Washington Boulevard in Ogden, Utah. Um, come on into the store. See what we have. We have a full retail section and we can help you out in any way possible we'll try yes uh guys so whatever you're into um whatever whatever kind of kinks you're into make it sound <laughs> nice um whatever kind of uh, clubs you're into also bring that in he can hook you guys up and, and riding horses which is really cool which is uh something we're gonna uh see here in a few weeks okay in uh las vegas anyway guys um you know where we're at uh, on all the social medias check out our sponsors as well they always appreciate that and with that keith and mr b diamond i've got to tell you two gentlemen this week has been nothing short of a pleasure leather and lace isn't that stevie nicks and don henley yep good song we out
Wonderful.